Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Without podcast. Uh, you don't have the context because it costs extra for you. You well, have to pay for it. I say it's like at least half the episode and half the episode if you pay us something. The, the other half is available if you subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, today we're uh, going to be talking about. Um, the concept of DLC and microtransactions in the, this and the previous uh, generations of gaming. Um, technically, a little bit more history. A lot of people, including myself, thought it was really just the PS3 that started it and the Xbox 360. Um, no, apparently it goes been back. been happening for a hot minute. It goes back almost, as far as the Dreamcast, actually. So mm-hmm. some interesting uh, stuff to talk about, kind of our thoughts on it, um, kind of what it means for you know the um the industry itself and game development as a whole and you know why i think a majority of us kind of hate the concept so uh i'm gonna give a i can little... actually speak on the dreamcast stuff because i had a dreamcast yeah it looks like uh it doesn't really say like anything about what it was um it just says the Dreamcast was the first console to feature online support as a standard. DLC was available, though limited in size. And then they don't mention anything else about it on the Wikipedia. So I don't think it was anything really important. Um, so um, one of the things the Dreamcast had is one of the first, I think it was actually the first uh, game console that you could connect to the internet with through. Because it, yeah. it had an Ethernet port. It did. Uh, and the, that uh, generation, cost money. Yeah, the PlayStation, uh, the PS2 had the original model the network adapter that you could purchase which mm-hmm. was used for final fantasy 11 uh resident evil outbreak uh socom and a few other uh games socom well. was the title that came out with that was the one that you i thought of when i think of uh online play on the ps2 yeah i think uh before we talk about the games though i was just to kind of give a rundown of what dlc is uh for anybody who might not be familiar or somebody older watching the uh, video um, it is additional content created for a game and released either free or with a price tag uh, there are a few different styles of it there you have mostly cosmetic for a lot of online games where you can get ornaments to customize your armor which is something that i do for destiny because they do release ornament sets every season that look relatively cool so i like doing that uh, there's the bad model of it where it's pay to win for a lot of online games Uh, in terms of microtransactions not even one-time purchase dlc you just keep spending money uh into it and i was talking to our good friend victor uh that guy dom from the previous few episodes uh that we uh, previous episode that we did uh and we talked about the diablo immortal stuff that has been going on is alvin crying (laughs) tired you know tears. <laughs> i just saw like this a huge tear when i mentioned like dlc just like you mentioned you mentioned diablo and i just had you, to start crying you mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned a blizzard, an activision blizzard company fair enough um but then in the last few days has actually kind of made headlines because there were streamers that were dropping you know multiple thousands of dollars into the game to try to get you know legendary gear and it wasn't even still giving them that with the odds so it's just kind of a predatory example of that of hey you can get the legendary gear you want but we're not going to guarantee you that you will get it with a reasonable price tag and i think the final one it kind of falls into line of paid dlc that is not cosmetic or you know a transaction to further progress in something like a mobile game but it's the dlc that is already on the disc and just behind a paywall and it's like Bro, you ship the game with this on it. It is good to go. Why are you keeping it from us? And th- those are the ones that I have the most problem because it is Mr. there. Krabs, I like money. Yeah, it's just Mr. Crab. It's like just the meme of like, why did you do this thing? Money. <laughs> just I like money. I like money. <laughs> and um, uh, like that's the one that I hate the most. I hate the one where it's like it is on the disc, it's in the data, it is good to go, and they either paywall it or time gate it for no valid reason. 
and that was kind of just like the original stuff i mean i think when it started it was kind of acceptable to a degree you started with pc games the expansion packs that came out they were more content for the game but they usually had it could usually be its own game in terms of the content that came with it a lot of stuff like starcraft you know you have a uh, starcraft and then you have what brew uh brood war brood war and it's like a whole other campaign and then starcraft 2 is... legacy of the void and you know that all that there were full campaigns added on to those expansions so you're technically getting another game yes but then you have stuff like call of duty where it's like on at least on the ps3 i haven't played a call of duty game in fucking years um but i know with ps3 it was like black ops uh modern warfare you know whatever came out and then two months down the line here's map pack one with four new maps some guns whatever then a few months later here's some more maps but these packs were like 15 bucks and it's like man you could have just you know kept those in because the maps are usually recycled maps so that's when i think things kind of got a little bit more predatory it's like hey here's full content that we could have put in because we already have the files for it but we're going to nickel and dime you for more stuff and i know uh with alvin i mean me and alvin play destiny and to get the witch queen, <laughs> to get the witch queen which is just an expansion it was 40 bucks I mean, was it worth it, that 40 bucks? After playing the campaign and everything, I think it was. It was a pretty good uh, experience. But then it's like, here's all the new seasons, and if you didn't buy the deluxe edition, you have to pay for each of the seasons. So it's like, the fuck are you doing, Bungie? <laughs> it's, I think it was like 40 for just the Witch Queen, and then I think 60 for the Witch Queen in the next four seasons. Yeah. So which is just a full game. Four like five bucks each. And I think like so the bucks. season passes are 10, 10 bucks each, not including the dungeon key to play the right. new dungeons. You had to have the deluxe edition to get a piece of content. Or another 20 bucks. Or another 20 bucks. That's, so, that's the kind of shit, though, that I think we're getting kind of sick of. <laughs> it's just like, here, buy this expensive thing straight out which will save you a little bit of money but maybe you don't want to play you don't want to spend 60 bucks and not like it you could just want to buy the campaign see how you like it and that be it but then i was like boom you want to access this one piece of end game content yeah hey it, it it it's it's one of those things where it's like i got burned out on season passes uh when apex first came out right apex That's... originally didn't have a season pass they released a season pass then call of duty put out a season pass valorant put out a season pass destiny's got a season pass now like i'm fucking sick of it what's like... weird is season pass has changed also season pass originally with like call of duty was like you get the season pass which is like 40 bucks and you get the map packs as they come out like you've paid mm -hmm. you prepaid for the map packs Yep, but now basically. it's like season passes like here's a bunch of extra stuff you can get during this season but if you don't finish it you don't get your money's worth so you have to invest time and money into our game now. yeah and it's just like kind of reminds me of the uh magic arena passes where you can complete yeah. that pass you just have to keep playing you keep playing mm -hmm. and keep playing and, and keep playing arena does also where you have the free route but then if you want to get your money's worth, you have to buy the battle pass for the season. And the yep. thing is, like, those seasons are only like a month long for Arena. Yeah. So it's like... It's like the... Well, because uh, uh, Magic expansions are coming out virtually every month nowadays. It's absurd. So it's about the length of a, a paper expansion. So, like, the one they did for New Capenna, they're already doing one for... Uh, I'm, I'm sure Arena's already doing one for... Uh, Battle for Baldur's Gate, which is the latest set that came out like this week. Yeah, I, I I used to be into Magic back in high school, right? My high school days. You guys are older than me, but yeah. like, yeah. you know, for lack of a better word, back in my day, like I <laughs> like Magic didn't have monthly fucking releases. Every time I look on like Facebook or whatever now, I feel like there's another ad for a new it's, expansion for Magic so that's dropping. Yep. What they did, they still have their their every three months set. 
but now the they've re- now with their release yeah they have their like here's the story set but now they're like oh here's a reprint uh stuff for like secret layer or here's like a set that is strictly like for spin off here's the set that's like strictly for the modern format or here's a thing that's strictly for you know commander and it's like wait for that fucking warhammer set it's like bro just fucking stop making spin-off products <laughs> like you can't even do standard right i can't i don't trust you to do commander or modern yeah it, it to me wizards of the coast is kind of like board and like paper uh like ea at this point like they're just spitting out content for the sake of like give me your money here's more shit yeah and i was like it's not like quality content is the problem a lot of it is also just like reprint stuff with like new art or it's like here's something that can only be used in this format Mm -hmm. which is like like I'm a little conflicted because, like, yes, pay artists, right? Pay amazing artists what they're worth and, like, give magic them art the exposure slash. and the money. Like, magic art, 100% great art. But, like, also, like, it's kind of scummy. <laughs> like, I don't need 60 versions of Lightning Bolt. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's nice to have. <laughs> it's hard. It was hard for me to keep playing, you know, paper magic before all of the pandemic and everything started it would be like i'd make my deck i'd wait three months get a new set you know purchase what i need for the new set play that wait three months get stuff from a new set but then it was just like oh this is also standard legal and this is also standard legal and it's just like there's a lot of stuff i will i will say one of the things that i think uh like is good for magic like overall the health is like reprints um like reprinting stuff that costs like a billion fucking dollars right now reprinting expensive rarer cards leads to a healthier format that's good but when it's just when they're just spitting out product that's new for the sake of product like yeah and it's like these are sometimes um, limited sets these are sometimes limited sets too so if there's like a card you know that people are going to be playing and the set you know stops being produced it's just whatever's in circulation that card value is going to go through the fucking roof so it's just that's that's real world physical downloadable content and microtransactions oh, yeah that's like physical <laughs> real life and that's like not even starting to talk about like the trading cards started the loot box trend right like that's a hundred percent a fact right like opening a new pack and the percentage of like Maybe I'll get what I'm looking for. It was EA in Europe during their court hearing in Europe, because I think EA mm-hmm. had their loot box like court with the European court and everything. Uh, were loot boxes gambling? Because technically you have a, a chance of getting something, but it's not a chance that increases as it goes on. You're constantly you know gambling it's yeah it's the same odds um, it's basically underage gambling. yeah there's no there's no quote-unquote bad luck protection that increases mm-hmm. the chance each time you open a box and not get something um mm-hmm. but same but and they i think they use that same argument they're like this is no different than you know sports cards or trading cards like you're not going to mm-hmm. know what you're going to open but it's just like but this is way more expensive and this has a lot of kids doing it. So yeah. And, um, Famously kids going after trading cards, you know, it's like, that's, I think my biggest problem with it too, is that it's kids are going to want the coolest thing. And every season with Fortnite, you know, you have your seasonal skin where it's like, Oh, this is the cool one. And sometimes it's the one where it's like, as you, I guess, use it, you know, it looks different as it like levels up or whatever. I know uh, mm-hmm. the Kitsune skin or something from many seasons ago did the same thing where it's like, here's the base. And as you, I guess, do the season pass, it changes to look cooler. And it's like, kids are going to be like, I want that, you know? And it's like, that stuff shouldn't be behind a paywall. If the kids going to play your game already, let them earn it. I, I will say uh, the thing I do like about, uh, the uh the props I will give to Fortnite is yes they ha- you have to buy a fucking virtual currency which sucks, um but uh I do like that um let me see Alvin yeah take off uh but that's fine nope. uh I do like that they are very upfront about you if you purchase this this is what you get right 
Um, it's not it's not opening a loot box. It's not like you do doing any of that. You are purchasing something directly from the store, and you get the thing you want. If you want the emote, if you want you know the glider, if you want the pack of the like yeah. the the skin and the glider and stuff, it's it's you can buy that, and that's fine for that's fine with me. Yeah, I like the option of again cosmetic. If I can go into a game store and it's like, here is the cosmetic for the armor you want to buy. Here's an emote you want to buy. And it's not behind a chance of a loot box. It's just there for me to purchase. I have no problem buying that because that's an, that's an active choice. But if it's like, here's what's in these loot boxes, you have a chance of getting these. You know, that's where it's like a little bit rougher. And I mean, Overwatch does that like incredibly bad also because a lot of times they give you just duplicates and it just turns into the coins so it's like there's no protecting you from what you already have gotten and i think uh a lot of things need to probably start hopefully just get i the thing is i know that dlc is never going to go away microtransaction is never going to go away as of 2010 it's 20 percent of the industry uh profits God, it's probably much more nowadays. And now it's probably way more. Um, so I think it is just going to be an active part of the industry now. But I think there are healthier ways to do it that don't include a chance aspect, that don't include, you know, I mean, I think it got so bad that what EA lost FIFA to another company because it was like, you guys are fucking this up with the boxes. <laughs> Yeah, so, basically. Yeah, so. I mean, it's. It's bad. And I mean, I understand a game is going to make a lot of money for the base game. But because of marketing and development, that's really not going to be a profit. It's going to be. The profit's going to come from the continual influx of catch. That's why you have battle passes, you have season passes, you have with Destiny, every three months, here's a whole new store, and every few weeks, it's like, here's a new event going on in-game where we'll bring in some more stuff for that event period. And I mean, I would say it's kind of different when it comes to games like League of Legends, because you can get League of Legends, Rainbow Six Siege, you can get those characters by playing the game. You don't have to buy them. Mm-hmm. It's just the buying is the shortcut. So yeah, it- and they, they also have... The, League of Legends literally has loot boxes, but like you're saying, you can get them through uh, just playing the game a lot. Yeah. Uh, and you can get a key fragment and a whole key just by playing the game. And that's that's okay. Yeah, I think uh, if you can get more through actual gameplay and it's just here's your, you know, basic stuff for whatever is going on. Like if I could buy loot boxes in League of Legends with the points I get per game, I'd have no issue buying getting the loot boxes because I know that my playtime has earned me those. Not my, you know, credit card has earned me a chance of getting something. You guys are ordering dinner down there, Alvin. <laughs> yeah, we're we're ordering dinner. Sarah came home, so we're trying to figure out dinner. But um, I mean, you guys, I mean, it's all good points, right? Like, you can get a lot of really good content free for for a lot of games, but then there's like other games, mobile games especially, where like it's it's literally pay to win. You pay fifty, hundred, hundred, however much money they want you to spend. And you, you, it makes the game easier for you. So, Total Biscuit would be rolling in his grave yeah. right now. This isn't even a meme. I've started playing Raid Shadow Legends. And oh, no. This shop is atrocious. Like, <laughs> just like everything about the shop, I'm like, I, I appreciate that they limit you. You can buy a thing for like some summons and all that, but you can only do it once a month. Like they hard limit you on buying stuff like that, which 
is a practice if you're going to do what I would like to see implemented. Hey, you can only buy this booster once a month. We're not going to let you drop endless cash into this game. It has to come from the developer side of things to also have some control. You know, I just I just it's one of those things where it's like, I know the companies aren't going to control themselves because like, why would they? They make, you know, yeah, a, a, metric, a metric butt ton of money from it. it. At this point, it just needs to be regulated as like a law where yeah. deal. That's the only way DLC gets stopped. But it makes these companies so much fucking money. It is not going to happen. Right. Yeah. So the I've, best thing. I can do is like if I really want some of this DLC, sure, I'll pay for it. But I'm I'm doing it through like gritted teeth, you know? It's um I think the concept of D of loot boxes needs to be regulated because it is gambling. It falls yes. under every like point of gambling laws. It's fully gambling, yes. And like I said, I don't mind paying for cool armor. If it's just like there that season, but at the same time, I don't want, I would like the cool stuff to be rewarded for me playing your game. You know, like, Hey, I've, I put, you know, 30 hours a week, roughly into destiny two every week. And it's just like, Oh, I finished the hundred rank season pass, but all that cool stuff is still in the shop. So it's like, Cool, I finished what you're going to give me. And now what do I do? So. Yeah, I just, like, back when DLC was expansions, right? Like Warcraft 3 expansions, I, I played the shit out of both Warcraft 3 expansions, and they were worth the money because they were essentially full campaigns Yeah. Um, for, for what you paid for them. And at the time, it wasn't much. I think it was like 15 or 20 bucks for essentially... The, the the story of the origin of the lich king like that's fucking insane yeah that that's one of my tippy top favorite uh stories in in a video game is warcraft 3 uh leading to where they they take out the original demon at the at the big tree sacrifice everything and then they come back they come back around and it's like it's time for the lich king baby yeah like that that was cool that was genuine like good content and like middle school me was nutting over that and like world of warcraft you know their expansions have been high high key booty lately but like that's all new content right like that is new storylines that is new you know weapons armor cosmetics like it, it is essentially another game but you're keeping all the progress that you had before yeah which makes sense i'm willing to pay for an expansion pack if my friends are playing it i'm playing it and it's worth the money that i'm gonna get out of it but yeah. like stuff that's like like raid shadow legends like me me and my wife we're playing dislight right now because that's blown the fuck up that's like the new I raid shadow legends ads. i keep saying those yeah. i keep seeing that one and like i bit the fucking bullet on facebook like we're, i was like i'm gonna play this game and i found out she downloaded it like three days before me <laughs> And so now we're playing it, but it has the same issue where it's like, here's your, here's, su here's your summons. Do you want to buy more? Or? Exactly. It's like, you want to buy power? Or do you, do you want to buy fucking stamina just to play the game? Like at that point, just charge me a fucking subscription fee. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, uh, I think MMOs have a, you have a different kind of relationship when it comes to what could be called DLC because their DLC is the continuation of the story. Um, and you need to do it if you want to keep playing. And I think that with online games, Final Fantasy 14, World of Warcraft, you know, you get your money's worth out of it because a lot of times it's, you know, a new area, a new level cap, new classes, uh, raids, you know, activities, stuff like that. So you get your money's worth. What I don't like is when certain MMOs are like, here's the game, here's the paid expansion, here's our microtransaction shop. Where it's like, here's your, you know, 
XP boost. Here's your, you know, all that other stuff. It's like anything that has like an XP boost behind a paywall is stuff that I can't agree with because it's just pay to win at that point. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm going to pay to get an advantage over somebody just playing, you know, the game. And it's uh, with mobile games. I feel like mobile games are just good innately have to have microtransactions because like Dislight and Raid, it's like, here's your energy. You can only do so much as what your energy has. Mm -hmm. um, here's your, you know, gem production to like buy stuff in the shop. Do you want to buy more gems? To just speed up the process i i think an unintended i mean i don't know if it was intended but it feels like an unintended consequence of dlc is the lack of mods and like user generated material because yeah. like you know a lot of people will see especially like stuff like gta where you have the option for user generated stuff but unless it has like that rock star like approval badge or the check or whatever like the verification it's like people don't want to play it because yeah. it's i mean i get it it can be kind of sketchy but it's usually sketchy yeah but like i a lot of the greatest stuff came from user generated material and and mods and stuff like that like for god's sake league of legends is a version of dota, dota which was a mod of warcraft like like yeah. it's the biggest one of the biggest esports uh you know in modern time and it became became that because of a mod so i just i don't know it, it it sucks because like mods are good right like pc like fucking counter-strike is a mod of half-life 2 like that's fucking crazy right yeah two so of the it, two of the biggest games of the world right now are like the wish.com knockoffs of other games exactly and it sucks because it's all we don't, about marketing we just yeah. don't have that kind of support anymore because it, it's it's like movies right everything's just kind of a sequel or everything's like a re remake of of an old thing yeah. like valorant is just counter-strike with anime characters and powers uh overwatch is a team fortress 2 like knockoff so it it sucks because we don't have sort of that originality that like comes from the community coming together and making something. It's just whatever the company, the company just has another monopoly on something else. Then. Yeah. It's, um, and it's funny because it's like, you say that everything's like a remake or a reboot. And I'm just thinking like dead space three was bad because of the constant microtransactions for supplies to like craft your stuff and now they're just remaking dead space one <laughs> because they're like we need to reboot the game franchise and it's just like we killed this franchise and now we need to reboot it and like even then that's like conflicting right because like there are good games that are old that deserve a remake especially to be brought up into modern times right like there's there's no doubt about it like resident evil games silent hill games like <laughs> I mean, a lot sorry. of these games deserve a, to, a, like a facelift. To you know? put it simply, Resident Evil 4 is a good game on its own. It's campy. It has modern controls. A lot of a lot of modern controls came from Resident Evil 4 when it comes to third person shooters. Even yeah. their two and three remake use basically the Resident Evil 4 system. And now they're like, we're going to remake that, Resident Evil. We're going to 180 aim. Yeah, it's like we're going to remake Resident Evil 4. And I'm like, no, just. Make it the same game, just improve the graphics. You don't Dude, need to improve the gameplay of four. Like at at best, it really should be graphics and quality of life stuff, right? Like yeah. with Mass, the Spyro trilogy. from the last from the last episode, Mass Effect One, they gave it Mass Effect 2's combat system. It, it's perfect. Like, that's all you need to do because like Spyro kept the same fucking game, but they put it in a, a, a you know a new system. And they just made it exactly the same with better, better controls, graphics. better camera controls, and better graphics. Like and it was, it it was good. And Crash you know? Bandicoot, like yeah. for the brief series that me and my friends played it on my channel, it's Crash Bandicoot. It just looks better. Like, and like that, that's how things should be. But then, like they'll do something fucking crazy where they'll like release 
a, like they'll reboot a game and be like, here's our version of the game that you love so much, but we ruined it. <laughs> and then we're going to put a DLC pack. That's like what it should have been for this game that we ruined. And you're, then you're just like, and why didn't you just do this the first time? <laughs> you know what the biggest slap in the face is? Duke Nukem what? Forever came out and was <laughs> bad. Stop. It, no, it, no, it was a bad. Oh, no, it was a bad game. And instead of yes. improving it, they released the one DLC pack, which was oh, a whole separate man. campaign, which was better than Duke Nukem Forever, and it was actually like playable. And it's just like. And- this is the last fucking like thing you're ever going to release for this fucking character. You're going to slap us in the face with this. And then the paid DLC is actually going to be the better game. To be fair for Duke Nukem, that thing was in like development. Hell oh, it, it, for God knows how long. And like, yeah. the, I mean, the jokes that were in the original Duke Nukem, they don't fly now. Don't. And that's what they were trying to do to take those same jokes. Yeah and just like put them in a modern age so they're more than just the you know bad bad game dlc fixes problem type thing for duke nukem but that didn't help yeah i there is a there is another trend that's coming up as we're talking about micro micro transactions and this kind of borders between microtransaction and like shitty business practice but there are a bunch of different games that also uh while you're playing it, you're mining someone's NFTs. Oh yeah. Ooh yeah. And those are nasty. Um, I'm gonna say it here, uh, and just I'm not speaking for these two, but I feel like they share my opinion. Fuck your NFTs. They're stupid. Bad for the environment. Even the ones that are like good for the environment are still bad for the environment. The- it is it is an excess charge that you didn't have to do. NFT ga- NFT gaming strikes me as everything that has happened in Yu-Gi-Oh, the 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 anime. Uh-huh. I own this single card that's in existence. I own the only copy of this. It's like if you put it into like Yu-Gi-Oh terms, it's like I own the only copy of this card. And it's like you put that into a game and it's like, oh, this rich guy is playing this game and he just has all the better stuff than I do because he bought it. Our <laughs> like, games on motorcycles. Hey, that was a good series. Don't you slander five D's like that? <laughs> <laughs> not gonna um, slander. I'm not going to slander Yu-Gi-Oh because Bandicute in the Japanese version went really hard over a kid's card game. He pointed a gun at Pegasus. <laughs> so. he, he was American. <laughs> hey, man, be the American Look. the Japanese think you are. So, <laughs> <laughs> point a gun at someone who does you wrong. It's just like, there's also the, oh god, just a side tangent. There's also the gif of Kaiba throwing the card into the fucking hammer of a pistol to stop the gun from firing at him. And I'm like, this show is fucking ridiculous. But only in the Japanese version, because the four kids version edited out all the guns. Yeah. And so there's that one scene where just there's like a bunch this. of security guys. Like <laughs> I remember that. I know we moved on to like reboots and stuff like that, and I know that that doesn't really fall into you know the microtransaction DLC side of things, but I guess the principle still applies because it's like, hey, here's this game you might already own, but here's a better version of it that's up to date, and it's just like, can't you just throw the file into something? <laughs> like, why are you remaking Last of Us? That's a last gen game. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think, you know who did it right. When they released the remasters for Bioshock One and Two, that that was if you owned the game up until a certain time, you got the upgrade. It, it was free. It was free. Yeah, you got it, and it looked fantastic. It made me play the games again, and it was it was worth it. You know, like that's that's how you reward a player base that and you you cultivated. You know, it falls into the Resident Evil line of things where their remakes have actually improved the previous games. Uh, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, they've kept the basic plot, they've kept the characters and all that, but they've modified it. Like, the underground lab section in 3 is completely different from the original version. Like, it's actually way more of a factor than what the original 3 was. Just say, it. I, I watched people play 2, um, and from what I saw, it was just, 
It was the same game, but it was just significantly more fleshed out. And I'm assuming yeah, they, it's game three. Yeah, they took Resident Evil <laughs> 2 and 3. Flesh zombie. They took 2 and 3 and they basically were like, all right, here's the general idea. We've had about 20 years. We can improve this plot. So, and they did. They made a new game, a new engine, kept the same general storyline. I mean, modified, you know, the police station layout, you know, modified the systems and everything in the game and it led to a better experience. Not really sure how to tie that back into DLC, but I'm going to try. I I mean, like <laughs> I feel like if you're going to put out a DLC, it needs to improve what you have. Yes, already. it needs to it needs to add. It needs to actually be a addition of consequence. If it's not like, hey, don't give me this game and then throw you know a bunch of gun skins my way or a bunch of guns behind a paywall or some multiplayer maps behind a paywall because that's just annoying it's like so i can't play with everybody online if i don't own these maps like you're just gonna limit us to poor people and rich people basically but if a game but if a game inside a video game (laughs) but if a game comes out and it's like again with dead space 3 you had your full game and then it was like hey Here's a few months down the line. Here's a expansion. That's a whole set of new chapters for a big finale. And it actually has the length of like a decent expansion game rather than just, you know, here's a new area for you to explore in the main game. Here's an actual like post pregame storyline. If you add to the experience overall, like uh, what was it? Last of Us. Uh, had mm-hmm. the DLC that focused on Ellie's story, yeah, and everything. So it's like, hey, that gave me more game to play. I think that's some DLC that I'm completely okay with. Where it's like, maybe it's the the within the same game, same universe type thing, but it's like the story told from another character that you interact with in the original game. I think that if it's you know well done and it's like of good length it it'd be worth it it'd be worth paying the you know i'd pay anywhere from 15 to 40 dollars for a good dlc for a different character to play as yeah and mass effect also did that for mass effect 2 where it's like here's a uh expansion that gives you a whole new like set of missions to do but we're also gonna give you a new crewmate and they do that twice and then it's like, oh, here's a bunch of expansions that are just like a long, like mission chain for like a whole new like sub story through the main campaign. So it's like the Mass Effect one was like, hey, here's all in-game like storylines for you. Here's new crew members and stuff like that. So I felt like that was DLC that I had no problem buying. But playing Call of Duty back on you know PS3, where it's like, oh, it's been two months. Here's fifteen dollars for four maps like four maps and a gun skin go go fuck yourself yeah it's like here's four maps and here's a few maps that have already existed just kind of reskinned so it's like why the fuck there's only why? so many there's only so many ways you can you can you why can am I paying uh, for, reskin why am i arena. paying for nuketown in every call of duty activision <laughs> It's like, yeah, why am I paying for the same version of fucking Nuketown? Why, why am I playing no, here's, games for Rust? Here's for where like it gets seven games. Here's where it gets fucked up because it's like Nuketown came out for Black Ops, I believe it was. And then it was like, if you pre order Black Ops 2, you get it as a pre order bonus. But then Black Ops 3, it's like, here's Nuketown in like the first map pack. And I'm like, it was in the base game. And then it was a pre-order. Christ, then, it was in the base game. It was in the base game for the first one. Then it was a pre-order bonus where if you didn't pre-order the game, you didn't get it. And then it was what? like, here, you have to purchase it now. It's like, the fuck are you guys doing? What's like, worse is like when they release like Nuketown, right? They're like, here's Nuketown, buy this pack. And then in the next pack, they're like, here's Nuketown, but it's Nuketown 2032. Yeah, here's Nuketown so with a different aesthetic. Same fucking map. <laughs> Nuketown with another coat of paint. It's just That's like guys, we fucking nuts. It's just like what the fuck. And I'm like, why the fuck are you guys doing this? Now, the thing that another thing that I will 
appreciate from games that do DLC, especially with games like Destiny. Destiny 1, the last expansion that they released before going to Destiny 2 was The Rise of Iron. Mm. When that released, they released Destiny the Collection, which for 60 bucks you got the base game and every expansion including Rise of Iron. Just as a full as a full set. So if you're coming late to the party, you get rewarded where you pay for what the people paid originally and you get the whole thing. But at the same time, I'm like, pay 20 fucking bucks for each of these expansions and then 40 <laughs> for the last two. So I paid 80, paid $180 for your fucking D1 content. <laughs> Is Destiny 2 on a, on a monthly sub? No, it's not. It's actually technically okay. free to play. But it's free it's to play, but like... you your seasonal free to content play asterisk. You're, you get your basic stuff, and all your seasonal content is locked behind the season, ten dollar charge, and then mm. the big campaign is behind the big campaign purchase. I think you get like access to the basic strikes. You get like basic access to the crucible, which is the PvP mode. Uh huh. And you don't you don't get a lot. You really don't. Um, and you also, I think, have to have the season pass to get the increased level cap for your light level. So it's like you can only get so far just playing free to play. Right. But it's like, man, I pay for D1, paid 180 bucks because it's 60 for the base game and then 20 for the first two expansions a piece and then 40 for Taken King and Rise of Iron. And it's like, if I would have come to the game late, I'd have to pay only 60 bucks. And now with Destiny 2, the same thing is like I paid for the base game. I paid for 40 bucks for the last three big expansions. So it's just like, Jesus Christ, this game just to keep playing. This is a fucking like punch in the dick every every yeah. year. It and sounds these, like it. The big expansions every year. So between $40 purchases, you're paying $40 for four seasons. Yeah, and I, it's just like, all right, you know what? I'm I'm invested, Bungie, whatever. Like, I think it's it's yeah, gone to that point where it's just like, yeah, fuck it. I've I've reinvested <laughs> X amount of money. Might as well, like, what's another X amount of money? Some classic gambler's fallacy. <laughs> Some cost fallacy. There yeah. it is. To be fair, but, though, uh, Destiny has never gotten anything as bad as horse armor for downloadable yeah. content. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Fucking it's like, I think it's I think when it comes to online games, though, you kind of have to pick your pick your poison because I could be paying 40 bucks every year for Destiny or I could be paying, you know, a, a monthly subscription for WoW or, you know, I could be paying a monthly subscription for Final Fantasy 14, which I did enjoy for the time that I played it, but I just haven't bothered to get back on it. So yeah. my those, those games that you're describing also have the audacity to still have microtransactions along with their monthly sub. So yeah. I know with a uh, yeah, because I know with Final Fantasy 14 is strictly cosmetic stuff. It's mounts, it's costumes, it's you know changing your race kind of thing. It's your basic yeah. acceptable microtransactions. Yeah. But I think well, with like was Wow, you have, you have your like what your boost to max or something for like Wow. You have your boost to ninety or whatever. Yeah, you can boost to max, but like. The equipment you get isn't good Best. by any means. No, it's not. Um, so like you still have to grind. It just makes that like you get a little bit more the worth start out to, of your like you get to the grinding faster. Yeah, exactly. So um, you can get right into grinding for end game content. And I but think how much is a monthly subscription for WoW? Fifteen dollars. I'm saving money, money playing Destiny each year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Like when when I when I'm talking about it, it's like that's not I'm saying much. I'm paying eighty dollars a year for Destiny content, and that's still cheaper than fifteen dollars for twelve months worth of World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's not the flex you think it is, buddy. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. I'm the dumbass that has dropped fifteen hundred dollars on WoW. So, uh huh. I just I want to stir the pot just a little bit because sure, this brings avoid. in. This brings uh -huh. in like a whole different genre of like bullshittery that co companies like to do. Yeah. What's that? Um, Nintendo. <laughs> oh, yes. here we go. Yep, like it Nintendo already. Nintendo oh. putting out old 
games. Oh yeah, the NES on, games on the Switch, but then shutting down people who want to make emulators. Yeah, and also shutting down the service, so you can't buy more of them after a certain point of time. And then mm-hmm. like having the audacity to not put out like more of old games that they absolutely could they have more money than fucking god so (laughs) like if they wanted to reprint you know a thousand copies of nes cartridges of tmnt uh like they absolutely could you know like give me digital teenage mutant ninja turtles for turtles in time that's what i'm saying bro (laughs) i will i will buy a switch to play it because i play it on emulators (laughs) it's it's just it it's the sheer audacity, right? Where it's, like, it's like we have all these classic games, make... and we just I don't think, want people I to have think them. The thing that sticks in my craw the most about those is they play much better on the fucking emulator than they do on the Switch. <laughs> yep, they do. Yeah, and it's like Nintendo. You develop this game. This is your game. This is your new gen system that you have all the specs, all the fucking secrets to, and then you made the software that's going in it. Why does it suck? What's the uh, thing? It's like, yes, this game, this system does run the emulator at half the speed of a Sega Genesis. So, yeah, and like, I yeah. get it, right? A lot of the old games have like frame, like frame rate bugs, right? Like, because yeah. they only played at a certain frame rate. So I get it, right? You gotta lock 24? frame rates for certain games. Twenty-four yeah. frame rates, I think it was. Uh, it has 24 frames a second something yeah it's it's a weird like it's like 20 it's like a weird 20 i think yeah but like i get it right so sometimes you got to give up a little bit of of something but like for god's sake you have the original cartridge that it was prototyped on you have the software you you can make the hardware you need to make this good yeah i think this uh i think this ties into digital only games being another form of like dlc in its own way it's not content for a game but it is a digital it is a digital purchase and after a certain amount of time if you lose you know your account or the service goes down you don't have them anymore which is an issue Wait for the day steam goes offline i am dreading the day that steam goes offline because that is literally just where all of my games are that's like six thousand (laughs) dollars down the drain for me yeah it's just like what do we do you know like if somebody wants to put out a PC game, they can put it on different marketplaces if those marketplaces let them. Because I know with like Epic, they have to approve your game first. So mm-hmm. you, you don't get the Steam issue where somebody can just throw up whatever BS they crafted in, you know, Unity for the last two hours. I'm looking at you, all hentai visual novels. It's all the same company, too. Like it all, <laughs> it's the same general art style. So I know it's the same company. It's the it's the Chuck Tingle of age games. It is the Chuck Tingle. Whoever is making RPG Maker hentai games is the Chuck Tingle of Steam. Uh-huh. Um, but like but they don't have the class of Chuck. The Tingle, thing is like so. the thing is there are you're right there are so many classic games that are just forgotten because people don't want to put an effort to at least release a digital copy of it. Like hey, you should have the files. You know you can put out a digital copy and modders and the modding scene will fix the bugs. You know, like that's what they do. I mean, Skyrim that's been happening in Skyrim. Skyrim like is functional. Skyrim is functional because of the modding community. All out. All out New Vegas was another one. But that's the games. After Fallout New Vegas. Um, that's like, the games. Yeah. But like, I have a game on PS2 because I have my PS2. I, I can only play a bunch of PS2 games because I have to get it on PS2 because there's no digital version of it. Right. So I have a game called Dark Watch on PS2, which is one of my favorite games growing up. It's like a Western vampire game for the first person shooter. And this tracks. I, and I'm like, <laughs> cool. So I've looked, I was like, hey, did they release a digital copy of this? Because I never thought about it. You know, I once I got rid of my PS2, I stopped thinking about those kind of games. No, but there is a you know PS2 emulator with the rom for it but then i'm looking through like the bug list and everything where it's like if you're not running it at this game speed there's a chance that the game will freeze after this load screen like this particular load screen will like freeze the game and cause it to crash and i'm like if that's an issue 
just release it and somebody will fix it. <laughs> it's like if you're looking at all your old PS1, PS2 games, Sony, and you're trying to wonder why are they not on the digital shop? It's because, oh, they don't work. Then just put out the source code. Let somebody fix it. It's Let like, someone fix it. Yeah. You don't even have to yeah. pay them. If you put out a like that's what Doom did. Doom put out their source code in like 2004 where it's like, "Hey, here's just all the code for Doom." And that's when you got people who made like the launcher where you can launch like Doom-ish games from your PC like in whatever scale, whatever resolution you want and however you want to run it because it's like, "Oh, we know how to work the code now." So we can run it our way. But it's just like, like money, Sharky. They want their money. They want money, and it's just like, just I don't mind buying digital games as long as it's a digital game that I want. You know, it's like, hey, if you put Dark Watch onto the PlayStation Store, I'll buy it. But you have to also promise me that you're going to keep the service up and running, so I can play it. And I think that's, I think that's why DLC. I think that's why I hate the general concept of it is because if a service goes down, it's just gone. Like I don't have anything mm. to show for it. You know, like I could buy all these gun skins. I could buy all these expansion packs, but when the server gets shut down, it's just gone, you know? And I have like, it's like, then what was the point of me paying you to, it's like, if you're saying like the payments go to like server costs, then this game should stay running. You guys have all the money in the world. <laughs> like, God forbid League of Legends 2 gets made. <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> all three of us. League of Legends yeah. 2. I email Riot. Hey, uh, you guys are going to shut down the League of Legends 1 server? Can I get my $1,500 back? <laughs> so. in, my, in my hand. Yeah, I want, it, I want it. What's the, I want uh, what's that, what's that, that fantasy picture? Like, yeah. the, the, the painting just the government whenever i get paid yeah, whenever <laughs> <laughs> but we kind of covered a lot uh on it and i think my final thoughts about it is just if you're going to make a game and you know that you're going to have a lot of cosmetic aspects that people can buy like you're planning to put it into a shop that people can buy i would prefer it if you just especially if the game doesn't have like an, a real online component to it, just let it be rewarded by playing your game. Do challenges like, Hey, do this and you'll unlock, you know, this, like a lot of games, even PS3 games used to do that. I think with like, again, with black ops to get certain camo, you had to like get a certain number of kills with a weapon. Yep. And then it's like to unlock this scope, you had to get, it's like, you can get this like reticle. If you get enough kills with this scope on, that started in Modern Warfare 2, I believe, and that's why everyone loves Modern Warfare 2. I mean, it did in Black Ops. Black Ops gave me my favorite reticle, which was the three-dot, like, Predator. Oh, uh, yeah. so, I use that one a lot. Um, but, like, I played the shit out of Black Ops because I was like, hey, I can use this weapon. I'll grind out this weapon all day. I'll unlock stuff for it. I feel like I'm accomplishing something. I don't feel like I'm accomplishing something when I put in a credit card number. It's like, here's your cyberpunk skin. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. Man, make them like get ten head, like you know, get like the winning headshot with like a shotgun at the end of the game to unlock this skin. <laughs> like, it's like make me try to accomplish something, you know. Like it's, mm -hmm. I th I think yeah, like same as you, kind of like closing thoughts. It's like if you're gonna make people pay, like you shouldn't be making people pay for shit when they've already bought your game. <laughs> First of all, yeah, if I'm going to pay full price for your game, it should have all the full price shit included. If you're going yes. to if you're going to plan to make money off of players after the game is released, it doesn't need to be sold for 60 bucks. Like get more people to buy your game for making it cheaper. And then you may get a bigger return on your cosmetic store. Just maybe just invest in your player base. That's basically yeah. what we're saying. Just invest in your player base and when you put out your next game, people are gonna buy it if if they like it. That's yeah. just how it works, right? Like, like you don't need to that's make supposed all your to be money. how the free market works, yeah. You're not supposed to make all your money up front. You're supposed to be investing in your company, yourself, your content, and the people that support you. That's I like money. Like I always said about the PS2 game, 
just make a good fucking game. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's all you simply make a better uh, game. again. That's all you had to do with PS2 is you just had to make a good game because nobody you weren't going to have a shop or anything like that. You're going to have you know sometimes secret unlocks by doing stuff like stuff built into the game. But then it's like internet came out, and then it's like the idea of just make a good game happens but it happens less like you compare a ps3 generation to a ps2 generation there aren't as many like memorable game franchises because it's just like oh this was just put out to be an online game you know microtransaction farming for the company and while we develop something else you know it's just kind of upsetting (laughs) thanks a lot yay yeah, it's EA and Activision. I really hope both 100%. of them. I really hope yeah. both of them fall at some point in time. I feel like they're too big to fall, though. Like it will be a spectacular spectacle to watch them fail miserably. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. We're all angry about gaming. We it's we're we old. hate. I hate this hobby. <laughs> I hate this hobby. Once I, but I know once I, fi- I know once I. I know once I finish this podcast recording, I'm going to go right jump onto Destiny 2 and keep playing anyway. So, uh-huh. <laughs> Coward. But uh-huh. it's just like, I was looking at, uh-huh. a, and like, that's the thing. I'm looking at just guys, like, that's not even covering, you know, Madden or FIFA or Ultimate Team, you know, where it's like, hey, in this, in this game of loot boxes, we're also adding trading card aspects to things um, we didn't even I, touch that <laughs> so i think one of the games that i play on my phone that i actually like is uh something i kept getting cursed ads for for a, for a long period of time those of you who have me on facebook know that i get a lot of weird ads yeah uh on my feed specific specifically uh, and it's 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 like a, it's a little merge game, you know. It's one of those games where you just combine two different things, and it you know, it builds into something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that game has a system where you can purchase gems for X amount of money, however much you want. But also, you can just naturally gain gems over the course of like gameplay. Um, and gems you can use to like per- like purchase something straight off instead of instead of like building up to it. You can just purchase it straight off and be like, all right, here it is. I have this. And it'll help you build up to the next thing that you're trying to build. Um, and I think that's a healthy way of doing microtransactions because it's it's technically a pay to win, but it's also just optional. And I can amass uh, I can amass an amount of gems without uh, without uh, having to pay money. Um, I can amass just a bunch of gems anyway. I don't have to pay money. It's like it's that. Just, with... Do I want to do it now or do I want to just build up to it? It's like that with the raid. Uh, you can get like the higher tier summons by doing stuff in game, like certain challenges, but like, they're not something that you get, you know, over time. I just don't saw, I don't just log on and get like the level four summon. It's something like, Hey, you can buy this bundle and it comes with like one or two, but you can't just like do all this stuff. Like, so I'm getting just these lower tier ones regularly, just like, periodically for logging on but i'm like oh i'm not going to get the best stuff unless i put money into this game which yeah doesn't feel like i'm winning and i'm shadow legending so also dislike ads i'm just gonna get on that for a second uh there's a weird one that keeps popping up for me and that's like some korean girl working out in the gym (laughs) i've seen that one yeah it's like some it's like some korean girl on like like one of the like walking machines but it's like an ad for dislike and i'm like what the fuck is this game like, oh. so it's just ads are weird <laughs> like but yeah it's just i don't know this has just been kind of an hour of just three guys yelling at big game companies to stop screwing us over just make it full make full complete games and let me buy like shiny stuff if i want to but don't make me have to buy stuff to get the full experience agreed yeah. agreed it, yeah it's like also if something comes out like a year after the game launches, like I know Borderlands does that where it's like, here's a whole thing and a new character, you know, I'm cool pitching out a few bucks for that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, here's the maps that were included in the previous call of duties. Give me $15. (laughs) It's like, 
here's old content in the new game it's just give like me money yeah no i'm not gonna do that i mean i'm I'm going to because i want to be able to play with everybody but <laughs> that's like but that's what that's what they're preying on it. that's that's the predatory practices they're preying on yeah, your FOMO because they know you're going to it's the fear of missing out and bungie for yeah. destiny has done a good job of getting rid of that because originally the seasons would be for three months and at the end of that three months they'd go away then the new season would start but starting with last year's big expansion uh beyond light they were like hey here's the first season and when that ends the timed stuff goes away but the general season activity sticks around until the next big expansion comes out so you get four you get a whole year's worth of activities just kind of lingering around to do everything you want to do and then when the new big expansion comes out then you lose all of them so like hey we're not we're trying to get rid of the fear of missing out so I can kind of give them a shout out for that. They've done a really, really good job improving that. Where, hey, you have more time now to just do stuff rather than having to rush through it for three months. Basically, the best thing to happen to Bungie and Destiny 2 was leaving Activision. Leaving Activision. <laughs> so. Bungie looked at Activision and was like, and then did the fade, like the fade out. <laughs> like, and uh, that was also way, like, just. I think like a year before everything with Bungie and Activision started coming out, so or Blizzard and Activision started coming out, so I think Bungie's like, we're just gonna get out of here. So. Yeah, and I mean, Destiny Two does reward its player base. Like, Destiny Two has some of the most dedicated players I've ever seen. Yeah, like we, every week we find something new to bitch about when we keep playing the game. <laughs> yeah, so. and it's like it, it's like not something that's super crazy to bitch about, right? It's like your usual it's, there's like, bugs, there's bullshit. bugs. Yeah, I think that's. And that's another issue. It's like when you pay for something and it doesn't work. Because mm -hmm. I know with Bungie, they put out new stuff. They change the game each week to kind of progress that season story. But it's just like with one of their PvP stuff, the one of the PvP activities last week, it was like, hey, when you hit a certain amount of boosts for your reputation rank, like increases, it actually started giving you the base amount because something in the math was fucking up. It's like rolling over. Yeah, it's like, like if you beginning. go if you go over a certain thing, you would only get the base value rather than the increased value. It's <laughs> like the uh, Gandhi's peace level in Civilization. Oh yes, oh, God. where Gandhi will <laughs> launch nuclear war against you. So, <laughs> which is a bug that they somehow have kept in. Like, like, at this point, it's just a meme. Yeah, yeah it's just a meme. But I, I guess just... my my final thing is, PC gaming is just microtransactions isn't it like we're gonna lose these games eventually one day a hundred hundred percent and total biscuit would be disappointed in us yeah I, and i think it's like computers have stopped having disk drives and stuff like that Ooh. so i can't even get like a physical copy to put in <laughs> it's just you can buy a you can buy a cd drive steam yeah, but the it's, they're games not don't expensive come the if i buy a game on steam that does not need an internet connection to play it. Dead Space 1. If I can just log in, if I can just start up Dead Space 1 and play it, because there's no multiplayer aspect to that game at all. It is just a game. Steam should let me play it if Steam is not active. I know you can set it up in the settings, but that's like... And I have. To go through all that work to do it also. You know, it's like, hey, it should just be a feature built in. Just a checkbox. Does this game does this game need an internet connection? No. And then something in the launcher is like, you can launch it without Steam running. So. But I know one of these days Steam's going to shut down or lose all the power. You know, server's going to go down. I'm going to be like, I can't PC. Before. I can't PC game right now. It did happen. <laughs> and for those, for like, for like Not that, just for for that week, I was pissed off because I had stuff that I had to record. <laughs> so Not just for Steam, but for, like, uh, the PlayStation Network went down several times during the PS3, PS4, and even recently in the PS5 era. Yeah, I just have not had any desire to get a PS5. But that's a whole different topic. So, anybody have anything left to say about... Fuck you, EA. That's yeah. cool. There we go. That's oh, game, yeah, games just... Stop cutting up games. That's just just stop putting up your games. Stay tuned next week when we talk about shady business practices in gaming. <laughs> we'll just have EA flashing on the screen the whole time. It's it's literally going to be EA, Activision, Blizzard. Like 
back and forth. It's going to be a yeah, screw warning the entire, riot. the entire video. You know what's the most... Warning. So one, one last thing I want to say. You want to you know what the most bullshit sentences in this entire Wikipedia page I'm reading about for DLC? Oh, no. So right after the sentence of DLC makes up 20% of video game sales as of 2010, the sentence that follows... Developers are beginning to use the sale of DLC for an already successful game series to fund the development of new IPs. And I'm like, that is the biggest load of horseshit I've ever heard in my life. That's, uh... They are, right they are using the funds from DLC to make a new DLC. <laughs> I, I have feelings about that, especially as a Titanfall X apex player so we're not going to talk about that. This, this oh could go boy. on for another hour. Oh man, I can't wait for the Titanfall remake. Oh God! <laughs> uh, we're gonna cut that here. Yeah. Um, thank you, all of you, for uh, watching. It's good to have Alvin back. You know, for jump in every now and again. Yeah, because Haley was sick. We hope that she feels better. But we got Alvin. Alvin was here. He was ready to go. But I think he's trying to get dinner now. So. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to get here. It's all right. That's look. Fair. We traded oh. one newly married person for a different married person. That's fair. Uh, they're not married to each other. Uh, no, no, just want to put that out. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> I'm married to a different white blonde girl. <laughs> I, I I saw Sarah like go through in the background. I just saw a shock of purple. Oh, I forget. I, you guys haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's just purple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so if you like what we're doing here, uh, want to support us? The best way to support us is to uh, like our videos, uh, subscribe to our to our channels. Uh, follow us on our social medias. Uh, we ha will have the the uh, flow code down below in the description. Always have it in the and description. Always in the description. And if you want to reach out to us on our socials or on these videos, we're probably around. Some of us have time to waste uh, to you know get um, connect with the community. Speaking of uh, internet. Speaking of. Yeah. Kind of connecting with us through the comments uh, during that episode, I did get a notification for a new comment on our Star Wars video, and it is Wiffles, and she's asking Space Strahd. <laughs> so, yes. Thrawn is Space Strahd. Uh, so, she, she actually DM'd me during the episode to say the same thing. So I'm immediately dating this. Y'all yeah. just had to say that. Yeah, you missed yes. that episode. You missed that episode. Thrawn is just Space Strahd, and Wiffles has a. Communicate with that, so we'll be replying to her, and we can reply to you guys if you guys go into the comments. But yeah, as always, you know, without context podcast, Decavolti, Sharky Hat, Skybreaker, Skybreaker, aka Alvin. The it is a five person team. It's nice to have the other person show up every now and then. Sorry, but, yeah. it's my mental illness. It's the medication. That's why you're here today. <laughs> <laughs> so. But yeah, um, so yeah, uh, like it, subscribe, leave a comment. We'll talk to you guys, and we'll see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.